What's going on? What is going on? What's popping? Oh my goodness. Um, it feels so good to be back. Welcome to Skeevy Delicious. I am Blotitious. I have been gone for a while on an emotional hiatus. Thank you for being here and for waiting for me. A lot of you checked in and asked me if I was all right. The answer is no, but I will be. It gets greater later. We're going to be all right. Let's jump right into it. Um, I want to talk about a complex topic. Perpetual busyness as it pertains to your potential. That is what we're talking about today. I really hope that you get something out of it. Um, as always, if you have any questions, concerns, you want to talk about it further, let me know. We can keep getting into this um, a little bit deeper. So I've been thinking, whenever I talk to some of my friends, people I know, people who might follow me on social media about what they have going on, what kind of projects they're working on, things that they're doing, their um, dreams and goals and, you know, things they're trying to do, I find out a lot about their process and how they like to work on the things that they're working on. So I noticed a pattern and it dawned on me that I noticed this pattern years ago, but I never really realized how common it is. Perpetual busyness that is completely empty. I notice this in so many people, myself included. And I think it's interesting to dig into it to figure out why we all do it. It's not my job to go in and say why you're doing it, but I know why I do it. Um, when I have an empty busyness, it's usually because there's something painful that I need to be dissecting and dealing with. And my anxiety is like, girl, no, no, ma'am, we're good for right now. I'm working on that. And I noticed that there's a lot of people who do have a lot of potential and they're not making the most of that potential. They don't get the opportunity to harness that potential because they are perpetually busy. Busy has become a code for important. I am busy. I am busy means I matter somewhere to somebody and I am sorely needed. Being busy has become a competition of sorts. It's this idea of the busier you are, the more valuable you are, the more desirable you are, the more well-liked and in demand you are. So whatever it is that you do, if you are busy, that means you are worth more, that you have more. And I'm reminded right now of someone I used to date. <laughs> oh, 
that man was always, air quotes, busy. And I mean constantly. No matter what he was doing, he was busy. And we lived together. Let me tell you, his idea of busy meant staying up until like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, playing video games, watching movies, smoking blunts, doing absolutely nothing. His busyness was consumed by the fact that he sold weed on the side. I'm going to go ahead and say it. And by him being a weed man, he had this thought in his mind that he had to always be available. Not available for leisure, but available for business. He viewed selling weed like it was a business. And the way that he conducted it wasn't business-like at all. So the fact that you are perpetually busy is really just about you getting in your car and taking $10 worth of weed four miles away to drop it off to somebody so that you can actually not make your whole $10 back because you just wasted gas and put your freedom at risk. That was one of the first occurrences where I realized that people are often fake busy. Not really busy at all, not really doing anything of, of worth, but somehow you are unavailable for anything outside of what you wanna be doing. That is where potential comes in. Think about how many times you've heard someone say, you have so much potential. And it sets this foundation for something you're passionate about. Um, let's say, let's say you want to be a really great writer. You want to be the next Octavia Butler. May she rest in peace. She was a phenomenal writer. Let's say you want to be the next Octavia Butler. Are you really, really committed to what you're doing? Have you mastered it? Do your peers consider you an expert? Are you honing your writing? Are you reading other writers? Are you learning all that you can about language arts and English? Are you understanding the science behind putting a story together? Are you familiarizing yourself with researching your subjects before you start writing about them so that your writing is credible and precise and accurate? Or are you using Twitter and Facebook and Medium to write out all of your best thoughts? Are you giving yourself the opportunity to be the best writer that you can by writing privately by yourself with a pen and paper or with a word processing program open on a tablet or a laptop or a phone or whatever? Are you giving yourself a chance to be 
what you say you want to be, but you're not doing the work to be. By us being perpetually busy, we use our energy as currency. Let that just sit for just a second. Your energy is currency. It is something that you are spending, like money. And when we have money in our pockets and we're about to go spend it, say, you know, you get paid and you've got, you know, some overtime on your check or you got a bonus or something. And you say, okay, I'm going to take this extra cash that I wouldn't have had normally and I'm going to go splurge on something. And you go to the mall and you've got a lot of options. There's a lot of places in this mall that you can spend this cash. You decide to take a trip to the candy store in the mall and they sell the candy in there by the pound. They got all of the gummy things and chocolate things and jawbreaker things and all of the goodness and jelly bellies and all sorts of just yums. And you buy 10 pounds of candy. Okay. And then you leave that store and you happen to see a sports memorabilia store and you decide I'm going to get a flag for every sports team that I really love. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then you decide, well, I'm hungry. I'm going to stop and, you know, get some of this bourbon chicken that every single mall in the world has. All right, okay. Ooh, water ice. Got to get a water ice. Mmm, cookies. Got to get a cookie. Until you get all the way to the end of the mall, you've got bags upon bags upon bags. And you decide, I didn't park on this side of the mall. Let me go in this store real quick and grab me something. And you notice that your money is dwindling down. You could dip into your regular money since you just got paid. It's not really gonna matter much, right? Or you could take this extra money that you have and just walk the other length of the mall, get in your car and go home with the little bit that you got left. But because we're perpetually busy, we have to spend all of our energy all of the time because we are overworked as a society and we are convinced that we're lazy if we don't rest. So we have to spend it all. And when we get home at the end of the night, we look at all of these bags and we look in them and it ain't shit in there, but bullshit. None of this is worth anything. You came back with sports flags and candy. You could have been buying a suit for when you get that real big break and you got that huge meeting. You got that great suit in your closet ready to go. You just got to steam a couple wrinkles out of it. You know, you and you're good. Or you could have purchased a new portfolio bag because you're an artist and you need somewhere for your art to go. But no, you had to buy candy and sports flags and cookies and bourbon chicken. You could have walked through that entire mall and purchased, you know, good undergarments because you really needed like some really good bras or you needed new 
stockings or something. And you could have splurged on that with this extra money that wouldn't have been, you know, a drop of water off your back. But instead, you spent it on bullshit. How much of our energy are we spending on bullshit? Your energy is currency. You can give it to people. People can give it to you. You can loan it out and get it back. You can spend it until you ain't got no more left. These are choices that we make. And sometimes they're subconscious choices. But that's why we have to be more thoughtful in how we move. I watch people I know struggle to leap over hurdles to get to their dreams. And these people are all having the same thing in common. They are perpetually busy. They are always, oh, I'm on the go. I'm so busy. Oh, I got all this stuff to do. I don't never have time to do this and this and that. And part of it is time management. It's not knowing how to manage our time wisely. But another part of it is the need to be overworked. Because we live in a society that overworks us the way that it does. We hear rise and grind and no days off and I'll sleep when I'm dead. And we've internalized that to, to think that if I'm not dead ass tired when I go to bed at night, that I didn't do enough. If I am not dragging myself up my stoop into my door and flopping down face first on the floor as soon as I get the lock open that I didn't do enough. We don't need to live that way. It's okay for you to rest. It's okay for you to take vacation. It's okay for you to go to bed early and get up late. It's okay for you to say, you know what? I'm tired this weekend. I'm not going nowhere. I'm just going to relax. It's okay to say I'm not tired, but I'm going to relax anyway. I have another friend who works a full-time job and a part-time job. And I mean, obviously that takes up an awful lot of time. But the problem here is they are spending the time at this second job doing something that they don't care about that is unfulfilling and that they spend a large amount of that income uh, on transportation. So if you think about it, you're not really spending your money wisely because you're literally working to get to work. When you could honestly quit that job and practice on this other thing that may not get you any cash right now, but you're gonna work on this skill and make it a reality. And I think that that speaks to us being afraid to chase our dreams because we're too busy making sure we have enough money to live. And that speaks to the capitalism that we're plagued by but there isn't a whole lot that we can do about that in the immediate moment. So sometimes we got to make sacrifices.
Um, I spend a lot of time building my portfolio and creating and producing art in my spare time because it's what I love. It's what I want to do. It's all I know how to do really well. It is literally the beat of my heart. And I don't just mean creating things and then leaving it at that. And it reminds me. And this kind of reminds me of when I used to work with a lot of rappers. They had this idea that you pick up your Blackberry. Yes, I'm aging myself. You pick up, you pick up your Blackberry. You type some words into it. You go in the booth and then that's it. They didn't sharpen their sword. They didn't study other writers. They didn't study other rappers. They didn't read. Good writers are always good readers. And when you are saying, oh, I'm going to write all my own songs and write all my own raps. Your raps start to sound the same when you don't read because you're never introducing your brain to a new pattern of anything. Whatever you've been writing about is all you will continue to write about because you're not hearing anything new. You're not seeing anything new. There's no other thoughts entering your mind other than the thoughts that you have. And that ends up being cyclical. So there's a hamster wheel in your mind. So again, perpetual busyness, the hamster in your mind, it's turning, it's turning. It's running on this wheel. It's running on this wheel. It's tired out. But that wheel ain't been nowhere. That wheel ain't gone nowhere. Nowhere. We have to be mindful of how we spend our energy. We place a high value on hard work and effort. The effort put forth. Well, let's think about that. Sometimes that hard work and all of that effort was fruitless labor. You are standing out in a field tilling the soil, but you're not planting nothing in it. You're just out there hoeing. Not literally. Well, yeah, literally but not in the slang way. <laughs> you are out there tilling soil and preparing, but you have no seeds. You have nothing to plant. All you're doing is moving the dirt around and you're sweating. You're tiring yourself out, but you're not about to plant nothing. You wasted your time. You wasted your time. You wasted your time. You wasted your energy and you deserved better from yourself. I kick myself about this very often because I look back and I have a little bit of regret because I think I could have done XYZ so much more efficiently. I could have done XYZ so much better had I just made a plan and said, this is how I'm going to execute this plan. 
And it makes me sad when I watch people that I care about not have a plan and not even try to make one because it's a foreign concept to them. They just want to run. They don't want to map out where they're going to run. They just want to go. And then they end up just running. They don't have an actual destination. They're just out here. How do you get to your destination if you do not have a map or any directions? Honestly. We reward and praise activity, but not necessarily achievement. So you did all of this running and all of this sweating and, oh, I've been working hard. I've been working my ass off. I've been in the stew or I've been writing or I've been, you know, whatever your thing is, you've been doing it and that's fine. But what did you get out of it? Sure, you sweat for 15 hours, but what did you produce? What came out of all of that work that you did? Are people looking at the work that you did and saying, yo, I can tell you put a lot of hard work into that. Or did you not produce anything so nobody can praise your shit? You deserve better from yourself. I deserve better from myself. I'm working on it. Um, I wanted to talk about this because it had been on my mind a lot as I'm watching people you know, have anxiety attacks because they're failing at this thing that they love. And I'm looking at them and trying to figure out how I can help them. And I'm thinking to myself, yo, I'm watching you run through a hamster wheel. Why are we all running through a hamster wheel? Because we have been conditioned to constantly be busy. And we have gotten in our minds that as long as we are busy, we are productive. And that's not necessarily true. So I'm going to leave you with this very last thought. As you are spending your energy, make sure that whatever it is that you are buying is worth every cent that you are about to sweat out for it. Because you deserve that from you. This isn't about me. It's not about what I'm saying to you. It's about you and what you deserve. And if you are going to work hard for something, you should be able to enjoy the fruits of said labor. You should be able to kick back and say, this is chill time. Stop overworking yourselves. You deserve better. The people that love you deserve better. They deserve to have chill time with you. They deserve to not say, oh, I can't never get a hold of so-and-so. They always at work. Don't always be at work. I know it sounds like we have to always be working. But we don't. I promise you we don't. Find something in life that brings you joy that does not require you to break your back. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Hit me up if you want to talk.
I'm everywhere. You ain't never there. But you are invited. So we gonna be family. Peace out, y'all.